0: Welcome to Eva, the Relationship Maker podcast, where we talk about difficulties, triumphs, talk about mistakes, successes, experiences, and yes, relationships. We need relationships in order to succeed. Nobody can do it on their own. Hi, Nanny. we We talked about and uh, I cho- we chose the subject based on one of the Ralph M- uh, Waldo Emerson quotations. It says, who you are, speak so loudly, I cannot hear what you are saying. And that's going to be the title of our podcast. And basically, we're going to think about what does it take to evaluate a person before it used to be like 15 minutes, you waited to talk to the person, and you took the time. Now it's a blink of an eye, we look at the person, and we assess if they are confident, if they are um, they are business people. If uh, you're going to be able to get uh, the person in your environment, business environment, and it takes very little. They don't even have to open their mouth, and you know that you're going to deal with them or not. So, hi, Nanny, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Eva. That's a, such a great topic because you only have one time to make a first impression, right? Yeah. So it's very important to have the right impression that first time. My name is Neni Carolina Chassin and I am a business coach that, that to optimize and automate your success with different strategies that I have learned and have put in practice in with my clients and in my own life to success for success um, since many, many years ago. And uh, I've been trained by the best number one coaches in the world and have a lot of support from a lot of brands and uh, different clients that have given the testimonial uh, of the success um, implementing the strategies and Eva is my, my partner in crime here um, teaching you some business t- t- tips for improving your life uh, and getting it to success faster, better and more efficient.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's so interesting because many times, I don't know about you, but I, I listen to a video or I see I'm going to a meeting and I'm observing and somehow something happens and the I cannot pay attention to what they are saying. We all wear uniforms. And people say, no, we are not. Yes, we are. The cop, the police, you know, it's the police based on the uniform, the fire department, the the doctors, and business people wear suits. Of course, if you have a business of uh, personal training, you are not going to wear a suit and a tie, but definitely you're going to wear your gears. But still, uh, the way how it looks and how neat it is and how groomed you are it's going to give you more confidence to deal with that person don't you think so
1: yeah absolutely you have to be really dressed apart when you dress the part people immediately evaluate they say if you look at someone and the first thing you see just look at their shoes their watches I can tell you exactly if that person is broke or not and it's really interesting right like somebody that takes care of how what kind of shoes you wear and how you're really presented like tells a lot about yourself it actually shows your values so every time you present yourself to the world you leave your house you're on stage basically pretty much you're on stage you're presenting yourself as something how do you want that something to be how do you want to be perceived maybe somebody in the street can become your client later maybe somebody in the street can become your customer later or even somebody that's going to lend you money at the bank how do you know you don't know maybe you're crossing in the in the car you're driving and the way you act the way you perceive how you have your hair and how you're you're looking somebody looks to the side and then they recognize you later in a coffee shop and then you do business together. So every single time you leave your house, you're actually on stage, you're presenting yourself the best way you can. So it's important to really have the attitude internally that you want to be so that people can perceive you that way. Otherwise, then if you're putting yourself as sloppy, like, ah, oh, today I don't feel like it. like I'm gonna be like hunched back and like this and then people may perceive you as a lazy person. So oh, I saw that lazy person sitting at that cafe. I don't think that's a serious person. So you know it's everything is important.
0: Details are important, I remember, and it doesn't mean that you have to have designer clothes, but it has to be something that fits you, it's your personality and you feel comfortable. Um, when I put heels on, It changes my body language. I feel different when I have. uh, I'm going for a walk and I have low heels. It's a it's a different kind of feel, and that's what it shows. First time when I lived in Montreal and I was very young, uh, I lived in an apartment building and they had. You did not have a, a washer and dryer in your apartment, so they said, "Think about take out take out your rollers." and put a little bit of lipstick because you never know who you're going to meet at the mat, and it might be your next husband or boyfriend so yeah definitely.
1: absolutely that's exactly right like i remember when i was in paris i was in my little uh studio apartment and I, one night my piano player said, hey just come for this dinner just come just come and just uh, you maybe sit in, you're singing, just come a little bit. And I decided that day, you know what? I am going to dress up. I want to put these different earrings that I normally don't wear. I'm going to wear this dress, this blah, blah, blah. And maybe and I was just playing with myself in the mirror, meaning just looking at myself and just psyching myself up to be becoming more confident. Right. And I said, you know, maybe I'm going to meet the love of my life. And uh and sure enough, actually that night I met the boyfriend that I had for the rest of the time that I lived in Paris. And we just crossed and it was this instant chem- instant chemistry. And he saw me and he saw the way I was dressed. And he said, Oh, you look great. You look like you were ready. And it's really important, you know, how you present yourself, how you you go outside, and you never really know what's gonna happen. So and that really happened to me. So uh, it's interesting and also the so not only the body language, but the verbal cues, right? When you are kind to someone, you cross path with someone, when you, when you enter a room, how do you greet people? How, what are the first things that you say? What are the questions that you pose? That it also is a first impression. What is the first thing that comes out of your mouth? They said, oh, I oh, I like what you're wearing or a compliment, or you say something that is interesting to them. And that's also comes in, in, in case that you, in, in the case that you know who you're meeting, doing the people due diligence is sometimes more important than the actual thing that you're going to discuss, that this, do the, do the research on the person you're going to meet on the person you're going to interact with, that their background, what they like, what they what they, how they are, Normally, you know, what are the values? That is sometimes more important than the actual deal on the or the actual theme that you're going to talk about or meet about. So doing the due diligence and the verbal communication, the first thing that comes out of your mouth may be very important, just as important as the look.
0: I'm going to stop here, absolutely right. The first thing though, if you want to, uh, to be um, approachable, a smile. The smile is so important when you want to uh, to talk to someone and be real. If if you give a compliment, don't just give a compliment because you want something, but be give a compliment there. You know that you are right and you feel it. Yeah. So yeah, you don't you don't just say, "Oh my God, you look so good." I like this. I like that the person is going to question your motives. The other thing, like you said, that find out about the person and be curious. Instead of talking about yourself, ask them questions, let them talk. And then you're going to see if that person, you want to do business or you're just wasting your time. It doesn't mean that you cannot create an acquaintance kind of relationship because they might know someone who knows something. Also, uh, the other thing, not how they can help you, but how you can help them. And that is going to change the whole dynamic and the whole energy between you and that person.
1: That's, that talks to, speaks about your generosity. Like, if first, you want to give so that they can be interested in you. And they probably have, if they have the same values, they'll do the same. If mm-hmm. they don't, then that's a clue. So always be evaluating, always be analyzing, yeah. I agree. The
0: other, the other, thing is important in my opinion because it worked for me and it still works. Is I'm introducing people. If I know something and somebody, like my daughter once <laughs> called me, says uh, she just moved here in uh, to Vancouver, says, "Do you know an accountant?" And I looked at her. Do I know an accountant? How many you would like me to give you? So, it's like meeting people, being curious, making a, a connection with them. And if somebody asks something, can you, I know someone, it can help you. Why don't you, or I I make the introduction, either on the phone, through the phone, or I make it through an email. But it's always that is important to to be present and be there for the other people, because there is a saying, and I'm going to quote that, when you focus on money, you will have dollars to count. When you focus on people, you have countless dollars. So take the time and know who you're talking to or what you and be very, how to say, when you go to a meeting, have an idea, not an idea, but a concrete fact, what would you like to achieve in that meeting? Because if you go and you just wing it, you're coming out with nothing
1: have a goal. It's not so much like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get this outcome because sometimes you don't know the outcome, but at least have some sort of direction mm-hmm. and some sort of guidance. OK, I want to get this across, this idea across, this other idea across, and I would like best, best case scenario. I would like this outcome. Most likely I would get this outcome, but worst case scenario I would have this outcome so playing it in your head before ahead of time, even if you don't know what the outcome is going to be is going to be very helpful to be to prepare you. For what's going to happen and to bear the communication that's in the exchange that's going to happen, and that will actually play on your confidence. That, that that segues into what I was going to say, that you need to have confidence, and the only way you build confidence is by getting this information out before, like preparing yourself and having the knowledge of what you want from it, and having a preparation and practice. Maybe you can role play in your, the mirror how the conversation could go. Maybe you can role play with a friend. Hey, you know, do you mind role playing with me just practicing a little bit? Be, be surprised how many people don't practice and don't role play, and then, of course, they don't get anything
0: done. And don't BS, don't BS. If you don't know about the subject, don't pretend that you know, Mm -hmm. because nothing can cut cut you off faster than that.
1: Absolutely, and that also is, that also is in, in the same realm of situational awareness. You have to know what kind of situation you're going to put yourself into. Maybe even if it's just walking by, maybe it's just meeting somebody casually, you have to have your situational awareness. Where are they coming from? Where is the whole scenario in? Like, are you go, are you in a restaurant with high net worth people? Or are you in a restaurant that is a low key in a cafe? Or are you in a, conference room or are you simply 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 enough in a private office or in a home situational awareness is very very important because the respect levels are very different and that also give getting all this knowledge will play in your confidence and will play in the verbal communication that you were going to have
0: the funniest thing I I read a long time ago, it's about how you conduct a, a productive meeting. People, they always have meetings and they're wasting their time. And Henry Ford, what he did, he had a high chair and he was sitting on that high chair, but all the employees and everybody was standing. So in this in that case, the meetings were kept very short, but he, I took his place, okay, he was the king, his place, you know, to to let them know that, okay, we're having the meeting, but I am in charge. And talking about, like you were saying about confidence, is we can go to the body language, because body language does not lie. If you are not congruent with what you say with posture or body language, people are going to believe uh what you present visually not what they hear from you
1: absolutely and that that speaks about the leadership style right like that leadership style when you come into enough come into a meeting come in and encounter another person you know you are the leader and you want to if you want to become the leader of that relationship that communication then how are you going to lead are you going to lead with love and generosity or are you going to lead with the wrath off (laughs) and you know so it's very very different right how you're going to present yourself as a leader so in that case he would you would sit in a a higher chair however you want to do it but if you want to demonstrate status then you have your own way but just remember like in terms of my values are always to lead with generosity and lead with love and kindness love and kindness goes a long way for people to do what they need to do Otherwise, if you lead with the wrath of yeah. <laughs> um, Nanny, that won't work. You know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes people do respond to force and, and a little bit of violence—not aggressiveness, I guess, not violence, but aggressiveness, right? Because they, um, assertiveness. But, yeah, but but like there's a fine line, right? There's a fine line. And if you do apply, for me, it's like there's there's no love, there's no there's no generosity then there's no reason to to be around that person so make sure that you lead with the right values that are in congruency with yourself
0: absolutely and um it's uh, not just the values are much more you have to know the other client or or maybe business partner values because it might not be the same as yours and interesting we talk about relationships and relationships are not personal relationships are not at all very different from business relationships because you present yourself the same way and communication as you said is important i mean I have this motto that I'm saying it, um, I came up with, is um, there is no negotiation without clear communication. If you cannot be clear what you want and if you cannot be clear where you stand, the other person, you might lose a client or you might lose a business partner because they are not going to know what you're talking about. Yeah, Yeah. you
1: really have to deconstruct your ideas and make it very simple and clear. If a five-year-old can understand, you know, what you want, then that's where you want to go. I mean, of course, a five-year-old may not understand a lot of things about business, but you really need to make things simple. The people high above and the people that are dealing with lots of money or lots of business deals, they don't have a time to deal with anything and long explanations and you go and tell stories. They just want to go to the point. What is it about? What is the goal? What is very simple? You know, what is it? How much anything that I'm not going to go in details of, you know, pitching or anything like that, but it's just what I'm trying to say is simple, simple really wins the the relationship and just talk simple, just simple down to earth. Like here it is. This is transparent and the more transparency, the better.
0: We were talking about something last week, and you brought it up, so i'm I think it's just relevant to bring it up again. Gossip does not work; it kills relationships, and if you start talking about another person without knowing it, would you like to tell?
1: yeah, absolutely no comparing, no criticizing, and no no complaining. so when you so definitely when you're uh, meeting a customer and you have other Competition is never good to talk bad about your competition, never, ever, Uh, never good to talk bad about another competition or anything no comparing no criticizing everybody's on their own, you know it's what, what you have to own your own thing and you have to have no excuses and you have responsibility for every action and everything that has happened to you at this time at this time so just honor that and try to avoid that criticizing complaining and comparing and those are very important values that i try to live every day by but sometimes i don't succeed of course i'm not perfect but yeah if i if you try to remember that then you just catch yourself like hmm is that a complaining thing okay so how can i switch that into a different kind of more positive thought right and not not a. am not I want to talk about like you know thoughts and change your thoughts and I'm not talking about that but how to transmute that into a beneficial interaction instead of complaining about a competition you can say well the competition is focused on this why don't we focus on that you know facts are facts right you cannot make up the facts so if you present things like that then then you don't you don't have the need to gossip or say whatever
0: and we are also evaluated we were talking about close about agreements and commitments because people have to know how reliable you are, how truthful you are, and that's another part of the etiquette so there are some some things that they are important trust. so you ha- you had an can you see what is next, what you want to bring up
1: yeah, so trust trust is absolutely very important because actually. I was thinking about that the other day and in thinking about that and how how do you develop trust in business, you really have to do a little bit and then wait and then a little bit if you're developing a new relationship, you know, you trust a little and then see how they give back or they react if they give you the same trust and then you go back and you have to earn the trust in relationships and everything trust is not given trust is earned. So that is the same way you do business. You, you really have to earn the trust of the other person. And and, and also you have to, have, they have to earn your trust. So it's a two-way communication, two-way street there. The trust has to be earned both ways. So it has to be very careful and you cannot just like give all the pearls at once. So you have to have the, the situational awareness to know who you're sharing the 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 business deal the business of the business information the whatever you're going to the interaction that you have because this we're talking here about business but we also talk about relationships in general right like this really applies to life you know as above so below so it really is as above so below so you have everything trickles down and and however you lead in your life that's how you're going to lead in your business and it is, they're not really disconnected. Sometimes you see people like, oh, this person at home is like this, but then at business is this other way. But really, really deep down, the values are the same. They're really led, they really lead their life by the same values. And uh, you have to really take your time. It's about time. Like, don't rush into things. Take your time.
0: I also believe, I mean, business is is an object is it's it's something that is not a feeling so if you take things personally then you you're losing it's like you have to have a thick skin to be in business because the uh, people are going to tell you something other people are going to tell you something else And if you accept everybody's opinions, then you are uh, going to have real problem in dealing uh, with uh, that person. I just let the the train off. Sorry,
1: I had to turn off the the heater. It was making too much noise. Sorry, I should have turned it off before. No, it's okay. um, (laughs) Sorry.
0: Don't worry. I wanted people to hear you, so I had to turn off the thing. <laughs> it's interesting. I don't hear your uh, your heater. I didn't. Oh, didn't. Okay, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You have to put that poker face in a way, and if you trust that person that's going to give you a, a criticism that is going to help you to uh, to advance. You take it, but you have to know who you take it from, because everybody has an idea, even if they did not had a business. And it happens many times that uh, the biggest critics are your family
1: absolutely you have to know who you listen to to give you if they're not really more successful than you then probably you need to think about it right if they're not really knowledgeable in your area hmm. so you just have to really be careful of who you take um advice from or opinions from and somebody that you respect somebody that you see that isn't your same journey maybe it's okay because you're going through the same journey But you just have to be very careful. And also, like you said, the thick skin is really hard sometimes because people will actually they're actually, you know, they're really bad people out there as well. Right. That They're good people and they're bad people. Everybody has the potential to be their best selves. But the truth is that we're not all the best self every single time and every single day. And some of us are not the best selves ever. Right. Like They just stay um they just stay bad so you have to really understand that that's their journey and then really not criticize not compare not complain just accept and then have a thick skin to understand that's where they are and understand when they that's something that they're expressing that the business is there to harm you or there to to have the best interest of somebody else you know and and just to extract everything they can from you so take advantage in a way but again, you are the only responsible for somebody taking advantage of you, right? We are responsible for that. So we let them, mm-hmm. so we enable. How we enable, we have to really let them earn our trust, earn, our, our, earn the value that they are. It's important to, to have that thick skin so that we, can don't, we don't have to be emotional and don't get uh, all our emotions um, connected to it so that we have a reaction appropriate for a business situation
0: the The most important words, I don't know if I mentioned, but I, I can mention it again. It's please and thank you. It goes a long way. And sometimes people say things that they might not mean they had a bad day. But if you listen, sometimes people are are kind of attacking you. But if you listen some things might be right. They might be right in certain ways. So it's always good to listen and you evaluate and take out what, what you think it was right to say and what can help you and just does the rest, you know, don't, don't hold it back and don't, make a big And that's why it's
1: important to detach from the emotion so that your reaction is not emotional and defensive. It's You have to really just sit back. If somebody's saying something that is triggering, so then just watch out. Like, okay, why am I triggered? Is this real? Is this person really being offensive? And if they are, then just stop it there. So I think you're being just straight up say it. You know, I think you're being offensive. I don't think this is okay. And so I'm going to step back. And that's something simple. Like, you know, you take a decision, you know, you remain calm, you remain poker face, like you said, and, uh, and then you just say things the way they are like facts. Okay, one, two, three, this is this way, this way. And this doesn't make sense. Or this seems unfair, or this seems doesn't make sense for so whatever you want to say, but very much and you can be emotional, like you can, of course, we, we can't say, Oh, I'm going to cut my emotions and I'm going to be completely cold. Like, no, it's not about that. You know, you can have some emotive conversation and just express what you're feeling, but c- coming from an objective, well-thought word, you know, conversation. So you have to be very careful, especially if you're dealing with somebody that's m- more successful than you or you're somebody high up above a ladder from you. So
0: You have only one thing to do. It's um, not to respond, but to ask questions, to clarify what they're saying, because sometimes they're saying something you misunderstand depends where you are in life. I I would like to bring something else up, uh, talk, uh, talking about the etiquette, about how to respond. It's totally up to you and you have choices and you can blow up because you feel like that. Or you can let them know, and here comes boundaries, that, you know what, this is not acceptable. And you asking, how to say, if you give respect, if they don't give you respect back, then you move on from that person. The One of the things that when i lived in montreal i was uh, i was called to be a guest speaker at one of the colleges uh, that they were finishing um, st- for the finishing students and um, it came up about uh, how to prepare for interviews and but this one is going to be also for the people in business it's um on that time microsoft wanted to hire one of the requirements was because this person was supposed to deal with other companies to know etiquette in how you eat so they were taking them to the restaurant and they were observing and one of the things I always say when you're going for a meeting and you meet in the restaurant with someone if you want to do business eat before so you are not so hungry when you get there that uh, the first thing is just like you know like shoveling the food in your mouth take your time to talk business seriously going back to Microsoft uh, that a person Was the most qualified? Did not get the job because didn't know how to behave at the table. And also, if you if you deal with people from different countries, you can you have to know uh, their culture. What is offensive for them? What is not? There are gestures. There are uh, certain things that you do that uh, it can finish uh, your meeting with them. In Japan, right. Yeah, in Japan, if I know, if you want to do business and certain other countries, first they uh, they dine you, so they want to know you, family. They want to know everything about you, so you have to be prepared. It's not nosiness, but they want to know who they're doing business with.
1: Yeah, because it's all about people, not about the actual business itself. Yeah. In, in the end. business is backed by people you know the business the the actual physical thing whatever it is like a real estate commercial space everything is about the people that run it and if you have bad people running it definitely it's going to be a bad deal so definitely the situational awareness and finding out about people is going to be important for those who you do business with and absolutely the the table etiquette, it's something that is so ingrained in me because my mom was so adamant about that from growing up. I don't know where she learned that, you know, what where she got this obsession with table manners. But it was like, you can't put your elbows on the table. You have to put the, you know, how you serve the table. It has to be the, the knife over here, the fork over here, and how you handle the fork, and how you put the napkin, and how you, and everything was really, my mom was obsessed with that and of course, I went to a school that was an all non school that also prepared us with high etiquette as well. And I actually went and uh, I actually uh, was coaching a girl uh, after high school. I've been coaching people for <laughs> forever. But in, in high school, I actually coached a, a lady that was applying for Miss Un- Miss uh, Venezuela for being a model, to being chose, chosen to be um, uh, one of the beauty pageants for modeling for the Venezuela pageant miss venezuela pageant, as you know miss venezuela is very famous for winning miss universe and of course to be part of the pageants you have to have etiquette like got to the top and so i went with her and she had to present a thesis and i was coaching her and we went through the whole program and the table etiquette was so so important and that really helped me when i moved to paris because in paris you know the dining everything the whole experience is very very important so for that culture it's important how you present things and i actually had the chance to dine i was somebody heard me singing in a in a restaurant Um, and it turns out she was the girlfriend of the curator of versailles so the guy that fixes and paints and restores all the versailles castle things uh, she got really she was very impressed with me so she invited me to his house the next to Versailles where we and he was a painter you know was a painter and he had curated lots of castles and hotels in Lebanon and whatever for three generations they've been curating Versailles and I had the pleasure to dine in their house and just to know how to maneuver in the table that was very very precious for me and this was just a relationship and he wanted to do an event and whatnot and so it's really important you never know who you're going to meet you know to meet the curator of Versailles and uh, and it's really important make sure you know you are very well-rounded you know and table etiquette is absolutely a must for business
0: I have to tell you I have been um, involved with um, some politicians previously it was very interesting because I was going to do all these events and I was observing that some people kind of lacked that kind of skill. So um, it, it, it just observing because I was also uh, raised differently. And my kids, when they started kindergarten, they knew how to use fork and knife. Cause for me, it's like, you're talking about your mom. I have to love for me. It was very important also. I know I'm sometimes I'm jumping from one to the other, but it's so much to say, and I'm trying to keep it short and to the point. Everything that is important. Another thing, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Whenever you meet someone and you want either a client, it's important to um, kind of send a note. I know written notes are not fashionable these days, but still are fashionable in my in my eyes. If you write a little note that how nice it was to meet with the person and if they can meet again. And if they you find something, a subject that uh, it was discussed at the table and you find a write up about that, you can send it. That's how you create not friendship, uh, but yeah, uh, bond, you know, between between you and everything
1: the is in the details, right? Like what kind of detail can or little Gesture can you have with that person that you're going to meet that is going to make them feel amazing, and that is what's gonna convince them to have a relationship with you. Either way, right? And it's not. It's really people only care about how you make them feel. How you make them feel is really. Even though we're talking about, oh, let's let's control our emotions and do the business objectively. It's really about how you feel and it's really a gut feeling, an emotional feeling at the end, people make a decision based on their gut and their emotions, even though you have the facts, but once you have the facts, then what makes you different from another deal right from another relationship another another interaction is your gut and your feeling so if that person makes you feel amazing that person gives you a good gut feeling that something is going to go well, then that is going to work so how can you do what can you do in that interaction and this is one perfect example a little note like maybe you leave a note maybe you leave maybe they see a generosity from you towards others like it doesn't have to be towards them but towards the people that they care about i think there's a story um jt was i think it was i remember it was brent or was jt he was talking in one of the seminars and I think some somebody, some client or something had a gesture towards the wife of the coach or the wife of, you know, because it was her birthday or something and they had a gesture towards them. And then the person said, you know what, I'm going to do a deal with you because you cared about the people I care about. It was, it's really interesting. So when you do some gesture, maybe a note, a note as simple as a note, just leave a note. Like maybe you care for someone's house and then you just leave a note hey I loved your trust in me so that's just makes you took the time to write something nice to make the person feel appreciated, and that is really what people care about that you appreciate them that you care that you actually. um, think about them and you have their best interest in your in your heart for them.
0: My angel said uh, once, I'd, "People they might not remember what you said, but they always going to remember how you made them feel." So uh, there it is, and it's true because that's pe- people want to be relevant and they want to be noticed. They want to, uh, they want to feel good, and they feel good in your presence. And let's face it, as you said, you don't do business with the business; you do a business with the person with the who you're dealing with so that's what is important
1: it's it's, uh, funny because um and just we're gonna wrap up because now we're getting into the (laughs) this is it this is it but i just want to tell the story Uh, i think two days ago i was um i joined a new spanish choir here in la and the the director was very kind and nice and I came to him like just because we're Latin and we are like Spanish people Um, and usually in the United States you give a hug and just normal Then I gave I came to you know and then give a kiss and then he looks at me and says, this is what I miss like this is what we do we kiss I give hugs but we kiss. And it's just how, you know, you could see his face lit up like, oh, you know, somebody gave him something that's from his culture, you know, like I approached him with without fear, you know, just oh, okay, bye. And then give a kiss like, no, we normally do. It felt really nice. And, and and they responded back immediately like, wow, like what a difference, you know, so these little things, you know, I don't think I've ever done that to any. A uh, choir director like him, and, you know, but it was just so natural. It's just like a part of the culture, you know? And uh, yeah, so, and that, and I am very appreciated now in that circle. So it's, um, it's really how you make them feel and how you make them feel appreciated.
0: At, um, to finish, I did something today. I, uh, I went to the Faith Popcorn Report and it's uh, the brain reserve. That's her, uh, her uh, company. And she's very well known. She's predicting the future. And she was talking, uh, if you have time, go to her site and look at this 2035, welcome to your meta life. It's, it's exciting, but absolutely scary. And after I went and I said, let me see what I uh, there is on YouTube and says, how to move your business into metaverse. It's one of those things that People are like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. But they don't realize that they're losing something, big something. It's, we're losing the people and the connections because everything is going to be so different. I'm not going to talk what it's all about. If anybody's uh, interested, go look at it. I used to teach from trends from uh, Faye Popcorn, came out with Popcorn Report and Clicking. She's the best predictor of the future and she has a big resource. So it, companies are hiring her. So we, on this note, if you have something else to say, are uh, we going to... Uh, just,
1: uh, you know, stay tuned. Stay tuned. If you want to get connected with me, you can go to my social media, Neni Chassin, at Neni Chassin, any social media and YouTube and TikTok and Instagram on everywhere. Like I'm there, Neni Carolina Chassin, you can always find me and just send me you can schedule a calendar link, you know, and click on the link for scheduling a consultation with me if you want to. And uh, I definitely can uh, take you to the next level in your business and in your life if you are ready for it. So I know that Eva is facilitating uh, this space for us to share with you tips and everything. And it's really a pleasure for us to do it. We're glad to be back. It's really exciting to share again and to record and to create this content. We love creating long content for YouTube and for All the podcast media. So it's really exciting going forward. And I can't wait to the next episode.
0: Thank you so much. I'm so enjoying having uh, this uh, podcast with you. We have ideas and sometimes the same, sometimes different. I'm always learning something from you. So thank you. Thank you for listening. All the information is going to be listed below. And if you want to get in touch with Nanny, you will be able to. You can ask me your questions if you need. And until next time, goodbye.